Amen. And we're going to begin in verse number 26. And what is happening in the beginning portions of this chapter is that Moses has chosen by God's command 12 spies to go into the promised land and to survey and to inspect not only the enemies of the land, but the fruits of the land. So we find in the middle of this story them coming back in verse 26 in chapter 13 of Numbers. It says, And they went and came to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Parhan to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. I want you to notice here, they're saying it is what God promised that it was to be. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. And the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search, it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that they saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants and the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and were with and, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Let us pray, God, we come before you. We thank you for your word and its anointing. We ask that your word go forth tonight in the anointing that it holds, and Lord, that it would break and destroy yokes tonight. And we love you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. And the church says, Amen. It was... 1979 in a town of Sturgeon, Missouri, there was a massive chemical spill. 19,000 gallons of chemicals spilled into the town center and saturated the ground and, and areas and, and residential areas all around it. But what began to happen in the next few years is that there began to be a lawsuit from Sturgeon the town of Sturgeon, against the chemical spiller. And they sued them, and they, they wanted money for damages that was done to the soil and to the people of the town. People were sick, and, and things were going on. And you, you, I'll relate this to you for a moment, but what began to happen is for 700 days, Brother Chris, a court case went on for 700 days. 
And after over 60 days of deliberation, the jury finally came to a conclusion and ordered the spiller, which was, which was called uh, Mon- Monsanto, to pay the city almost $20 million for damages. It was the end, and and finally came to an end in 1987. Happened in 1979. In 1987, they finally reached a settlement through the jury's decision, and that ended the longest court case in American history. 700 days in the courthouse. 60 days of jury deliberation to reach a verdict. And that's what I want to preach on to, preach to you tonight is the verdict. The verdict, the verdict. I'll relate this to our text here in a moment, but a verdict is the finding or a decision of a jury on a matter that is submitted in trial. What is presented in, in trial is evidence. Whether it be a criminal trial, whether it be civil, there's presented evidence and witnesses for you to, you as a jury member to decide whether it is guilty or not guilty, whether to, to choose the plaintiff or, or another side. There, there is a decision that has to be made if you are a jury. And I want you to just bear with me tonight and say that you are a jury and you are in need of making a decision. Rather, you that, rather that you would go forward with what God is calling us to uh, or rather you're content to stay where you are. We find in our story tonight uh, that God has brought the children of Israel out of Slavery, out of bondage, out of 400 years of slavery and bondage. And he has defeated the armies of Pharaoh. He has defeated the armies of kings in the wilderness. And now the time has come for them to go into the land that God promised them, to be the people that God promised them that they would be, to be the nation that God promised them that he would raise them up to be. And we find in our text that 12 spies are sent into the land. Uh, They come back and the Bible tells us in verses previous to our text uh, that the cluster of grapes, the fruit they brought from the land uh, could not even be carried by one man but it had to be shouldered between a a branch and had to be hung over that branch uh, and two men had to carry uh, the fruit of the land back to Moses to show him. Uh, And we find in our text uh, tonight that they say it is what God said it was. It's everything that it was promised to be. But 10 of those spies began to give, in verse 28, a negative report and say, it's good, it's great, but there is an adversary in the land that we cannot overcome. There is an adversary in the land that we cannot overcome. I want you to understand this tonight, that the Bible specifically mentions, they mention the sons of Anak, the sons of giants. If you translate his name, that that person's name, it can mean necklace, but it can also mean a chain or to choke someone. 
They're saying, listen, there is something in that land that desires to bind us up, that desires to kill us. There is something that is great. There is an adversary that is big. There is an adversary that is powerful. And we cannot overcome it. But you hear in the text tonight that Caleb steps up. You'll find in chapter 14 that Caleb and Joshua both step up to the plate and they say, listen, we can do this. We can do this. I want you to understand, not only is it a land flowing with milk and honey, but it is an adversary that we are able to beat. I love what Joshua says in the next chapter. He says, if the Lord, in verse 8 of chapter 14, if the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into the land and give it to us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Their defense has departed from them and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. What they are in in the, what they are in the middle of is a giant court case between the, between the Israelite people and you have ten spies saying listen there is no way that we can go forward and, and you have two men over here saying listen we can do this. Caleb even and said we can overcome it it doesn't matter what the enemy throws out our way but in the middle of this 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 battle between the ten and the two is an entire nation an entire church an entire generation people of God chosen of God used of God blessed by God and they have to make a decision the verdict is theirs is it to pursue? Is it to go forward? Or is it to stop and stay where we are? Church, I want you to know that the same situation uh, has presented itself to the church in this nation uh, and to every house of worship in this nation, uh, including this one. Uh, we have to make a decision uh, on whose report we are going to believe. I want you to understand me tonight. I understand the adversary. He'll come at you. I understand that your flesh is hard to deal with. But I also know what the word of God says. That there is a church that is still overcomers by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. I want you to see this. There are two testimonies going on. There is a testimony of, hey, we can't. It's impossible. But on the other side, there is a testimony that's saying, listen, we can overcome. We are the children of God. We are anointed of God. We are blessed of God. We are chosen of God. And you have to decide, will you stay on this side of God's promise or will you walk in God's promise? We have a choice. Do we choose fear and contentment and settle for what we have? Or do we choose the side of faith and say, God, there is more to this? What begins to happen is you see two men rise up and say, we need to have faith. If God has brought us this far, he will continue to take us the rest of the way. But it's a choice. We must choose to have faith. Joshua, in this mix, 
We find him elderly later in life in Joshua chapter 24. And he tells the people, it's a popular portion of scripture. He says, listen, you need to choose which gods you're going to serve. He said, are you going to serve the gods of the Egyptians? Or are you going to serve the God that delivered us from the Egyptians? And he said, for me and my house, we've made up our mind. We will serve the Lord. This is what Elijah said to the people on Mount Carmel. He said, how long will you halt between two opinions? Are you satisfied with the way things are? Or do you want the God who answers by fire? There's more than this. What they're challenging the people to do, just like Joshua, just like Elijah, just like in the time we're living in, is will you operate in faith? The Bible tells us this. In in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, that we walk by faith and not by sight. You see, only 12 men up until this time had seen the land. And what they're telling an entire nation of people, you have two men giving a testimony that we can do this. Well, we don't know what the land's like. All we hear is what these ten men are saying, that there's giants in the land, that there's strongholds in the land, that it's impossible for us to conquer the land. But what does it mean to walk by faith and not by sight? Because faith will lead you to a place that you have not seen. Hear me tonight. I never imagined living in Connersville, Indiana. I never, it wasn't a thought. I didn't know it existed. I'll just be honest. I never knew. Never heard of it. But when I began to walk by faith and not by sight, I never saw myself here. But faith brought me to a place that I could not see. And I've been blessed for I want you to understand that there are promises that God has made you that you have not seen come to pass yet. But if you will walk in faith, He will lead you by your faith into places that you have not seen. We walk by faith and not by sight. They're over here saying, listen, I know what they're saying. I know the testimony of the ten. But the two are saying, listen, I'm telling you that God has brought us this far. We just need to go forward in faith. Listen, we, 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 we believe what we see, but faith believes in what is unseen. We have faith in a God that we have not seen, but we have seen the evidence You see, that's what's so significant about being a a jury member tonight. As you hear me preach, uh, it's not only my testimony, uh, but it's my evidence that you have to take into account. Uh, Here's my evidence. Uh, He saved me. Uh, He filled me. Uh, He's healed me. Uh, He's guided me. Uh, He's directed me. Uh, He's delivered me. Uh, When I wasn't deserving uh, and I wasn't worth it, uh, here's my evidence. Uh, Because I have faith, uh, God has brought me out of every addiction uh, every problem every situation here you gotta weigh the evidence if God was good to you yesterday he'll be good to you today and he'll be good to you tomorrow you may not understand why you're in the situation that you're in but I want you to understand this have faith because he's taking you toward the promises that he's given you have faith Have faith. 
You see, sometimes we get in situations and we say, God, why am I here? Brother Jaden, it's so easy to say, why am I here? I don't understand why I feel this way. Some of us get in situations. You say, I'm in church. I don't feel anything in worship. I don't feel anything when the preacher preaches. I go to prayer. I don't feel anything. I don't sense anything. I don't understand, God, why I'm here. I don't understand what you're doing. Listen, you have to have faith. Why? Because God has put you in this situation for you to overcome this situation so that you you will know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Why am I facing this obstacle? Why am I facing this giant? Why are there giants and strongholds in the land? Why, why, why are there strongholds in my family? Why are there addicted loved ones in my family? So that you, through the power of Christ, can overcome it. Giants in the land 10 says, oh, we can't do it. But the two says, listen, we can overcome it. We can overcome it. But we must have faith. We must go forward. They'll come to the music tonight. We have to realize that every day when we wake up, we have a verdict that we have to reach. Will we have faith, Brother Dan? Or, we will, or will we allow the circumstances around us to hinder us? Because a nation believed the ten and not the two, they wondered for 40 years. And God said, I can't use you. That's scary. God says, because of their lack of faith, Moses, I can't use them. I, I, I can't go forward. God even goes as far to say, forget them. You can read it in chapter 14. He says, I'm done. Moses goes to him and starts praying. God, God, please. God says, I'll just use you. I won't take the rest. That's why the Bible tells us in the New Testament, without faith, it's impossible to please God. But for the two... Bible tells us in the next chapter that God says, I remember Joshua and Caleb. They'll see the promise. I remember the faith. See, we live in a culture that thinks if we don't get our way with God and God doesn't do what we say He should do all the time, then we shouldn't believe. I had I had people I had I, I had Job's friends. Sister Mary, when my mother died, I had, I had family come to me and say, if it was me, I backslide. I mean, very comforting. If it was me, I would backslide. I'd just leave. Why would God do that? You see, 
we base our faith, what we believe, on what He does for us instead of what He's already done. But Joshua and Caleb said, I know you haven't seen the land, but I've seen the land. Have faith. We can overcome it. We can overcome it. They say your depression is too great. Your anxiety, the enemy will tell you, is too hard to overcome. Your fear is unbeatable. The addiction that you've been trying to shake, young person, for years, the enemy tells you that you'll never beat. There's Anax in the land. Giants with chains that desire to choke you. But whose report, whose verdict? You got to decide. Are we okay with church how it is? Or how it should be? Because I'll tell you this, church ain't a worship, church ain't a, a good message. Church, church is when the glory of God comes down. That's real church. Real church is when you see the signs and wonders. You see, verdicts have consequences one way or the other. If you're found guilty, guess what? You're going to jail. Or you're paying up. If you're not guilty... You experience freedom and a payday, depending on what kind of case you're in. I referenced the story that I told at the beginning of my message. They got a payday because the jury decided in their favor. I want you to know that we spend days in and days out. God, I don't understand why it's this way. And I want you to know that God's already decided about you. When will you decide about him? Joshua said in chapter 14, he said, don't you understand? The Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. Where's your faith? Where's your faith? You can settle or you can prosper. You can see victory or you can see defeat. You may not see the victory, but through your faith you can obtain it. You may not see a way out of your mess, but through faith you can obtain it. Stand with me tonight. The Bible tells us like this in Ephesians 6. He says... Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench the, all the fiery darts of the wicked. He says, above all, take your shield of faith. Why? Faith is what protects you. From what? From doubt. Faith is what keeps you in God's will when everything within you is saying to jump out of it. I will tell you, people, people will say, oh, God's will is the best place you can be. Yes, you can, it absolutely is. But I will tell you this, all hell will break loose if you're in God's will. 
It happens. There's times you can talk to ministers throughout, throughout the ages that said, man, there was times I wanted to give up. But my faith, my shield, it was my shield. It kept me, it protected me from doubt. You see, a shield in, 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 in ancient battle was something that went before you. Logan, it protected you. It, it was in front of you. Because faith is meant to lead you. It's to push you forward. It's to eliminate doubt. It's to eliminate fears. And listen, I, I, it's not easy to have faith at all times. I tell you, what gets me, Brother Jay, I've heard about revival for years. But I tell you, Brother Ethan, what, what, what is fascinating is I've heard people talk about revival, but no one's made up their mind to have it. No one's come to the verdict. Ain't nobody got time for that. My schedule won't allow that. I'm too busy to come and pray. I'm too busy. Too busy. Listen, if you say you want it, and that's the verdict of your heart and the verdict of your soul to say, God, I want something different in my church. I want something different in this city. If you've made up in your mind, be a Caleb. Say, hey, 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 we can overcome this. We, we, we're, we're better than this. You don't have to live. Broke, busted, and disgusted. But you can live with joy, peace, and strength. I don't care how big it is. Your God is greater. Your sin was massive. But He did not only carry your sin, but the sin for the world. And he nailed it to a cross. If my God can defeat sin, he can defeat any addiction. Hear me tonight. He can overcome any fear. He can beat any demonic attack. But someone's got to make up in their mind the verdict, the decision, the choice has got to be, I'm going with faith. I may not see it. But I've weighed the evidence of my life. I've heard the testimony. And I believe it's obtainable. I leave you with this. We quote all the time. I quoted it earlier. They overcame them, overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony and loved not their lives. That's what the Bible says. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb. Do you know what's crazy about the blood is not only is it your life source, but it is your identity. If they wanted to confirm that my daughters were mine, they would take their blood, they would take my blood, and they would find in the blood the DNA. So he says, you overcome by the blood of the Lamb. 
But we read in Romans 8 where he says, we've been taken, we've been given the spirit of adoption, whereby we can cry, Abba, Father. He says, you can overcome the adversary by knowing who you are and whose you are. Your identity. And by the word of your testimony about him. There was two testimonies going on in our story. One negative, one positive. One said overcome. One said give up. What verdict will you come to? What will you choose? Well, I know we're, we're the second song in on worship and it doesn't fit. No, worship. Well, Pastor Jay's just not preaching as good. Press in. We, 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 we've got to, to grab hold of a competitive nature in the church again where we refuse to lose. Because so often, oh, first sign of an adversary, we're done. I'm out. I have a bad week. I'm not going to pray. I don't have time. I'm having a bad week. We must have faith. The warriors got to arise in each of us. Hey everyone, uh, Cameron here from PTC Ministries. I'm so glad that you could join us today uh, for the message here. Uh, I hope the message touched you uh, in a personal way and that you could take that and mold that and move it and let it move you in your life. And as you can continue your walk with Christ, continue your walk with us as well. Follow us, uh, click in the link below in the description there. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. And don't forget to uh, like and subscribe. Uh, I feel like a YouTuber here, but don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel to uh, stay connected with us. Um, and thank you for joining us.